No risk, no reward. So everything requires risk. You have to have the system, the discipline, because this is everything in trade. It's like any other business. It's the mindset behind it. When I follow the process, is the only way I'm never gonna feel angry at myself. To be better, you have to do better. Today we've got an absolute blast of a guest. So we've got Sergio Defoni here who um, has created a nine-figure business in terms of the Sunset Hospitality Group that he's part of, a uh, restaurant chain that owns restaurants in Dubai like Sushi Samba and 35 other restaurants here. It's also a very successful trader in terms of uh, investing in the markets. So today we're gonna really dissect what it takes to maybe scale a business to that point you doing that coming from uh, Lebanon and also in terms of what you're doing now in terms of the money you make in terms of investing and the mindset that all comes into that. So firstly, big thank you for your time today. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me. Um, you've spoken to explain the story before, sorry, you've explained this story to me before in terms of your first investment in the Sunset Hospitality Group. At the time, did that seem like a big risk to you and like a, a gamble? What does your decision-making process look like when you have an opportunity like that put, your toe, put in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say it was a gamble, mm. but I would say that I've seen an opportunity. I've, I mean, and then I, I wanted to escape my nine to five uh, because uh, on that time I, I still, I used to be a, an employee and I used to work for a company that is well known. Um, and they have, you know, all the, uh, uh, brands like Zara, Massimo Dutti. And then um, an opportunity came up that was not really on my agenda at all. So I had a friend, you know, it's, I'm going to tell the story because it makes sense. So I had a friend, he used to have a club in Seychelles. Okay, and then the, the club was very successful. Then he parted with another guy and then uh, they, they used to own this club in, in Seychelles. Now, you know, Seychelles is, a, is, a, is an island. So then the limitation for growth is not really big. And then they have reached their limitation and they were looking for another location where they can go and then open up something that they can build on and then expand. So they chose Dubai. So uh, that was around 2009. They came to Dubai and it took them a year uh, to open up this, this club. And then by that time, one of the partners uh, defaulted. This is where I came in and then the opportunity presented itself. Uh, and then, yes, it was a big investment for me. Uh, and I had to take 450,000 dirhams uh, loan from the bank. And then I put all my savings uh, because I believe that if I want to escape the nine to five. And then if I want to really move from employee to employer, then I really have to take risk and then invest. And this is what I've done back then. What was the biggest fear you had at that point? Was there any big reservations? Well, the, the biggest, I mean, to be honest, um, I didn't have any fear because I said, this is the only way. Otherwise I will, I will stay where I am and I will never really evolve. Uh, there was excitement. There was uh, a vision, you know, like if we, if we cannot make it happen, there will always be a way to succeed if we keep doing it, you know, like if we, if we never give up, if we keep consistent. And then there is a story as well, you know, I can tell later on about how we turned this place from being a really um, 
a club not performing into what have we done in order to make it perform over time. Okay. To go into that story, what do you think is, when you see something maybe isn't performing as you want, what's your process to identify what the issue is and maybe how you resolved it in this example? Okay, so uh, you have to try many different things. Like, for example, you have a goal. The goal is to make this place successful. However, sometimes you have to change um, the plan or the way you do business, but never really the goal. So what we did is we wanted to um, to translate the success for my partner who used to have uh, clubs in the U.S. and in Seychelles, as I said, into Dubai. So when we tried, we've seen that we're not known. Uh, we, la- we, we lack uh, uh, reputation. And then we couldn't succeed in the um, English business, meaning like an English club. So we said, okay, fine. S- since there was many uh, uh, English uh, successful clubs back then, we thought, what if we do, for example, we cater into the Indian, since the Indian is a big market. So we did that, but it didn't work. Then we said, okay, let's do Iranian. We did Iranian, it didn't work. And then we kept on trying many different things, you know, uh, until one day we said, uh, un- un- until we reached really to a level where we had almost, I think $300,000 in debt. This is where we were like, like, okay, oh, you know, something is really going bad and then we have to think differently. Then we started thinking, what can we do in a country like Dubai to be unique and then different than any, anybody else? And then we thought uh, Arabic like uh, the, the Khaliji music, you know, we came to know that uh, the, the, uh, the Emirati and then, you know, the Saudi, they have their own type of music. So we said, maybe this is a place where we can um, try. And then from the second we could, we took this decision and then we brought in the right people who knows about, you know, for example, a DJ who plays the Khaliji music, etc. The place was doing extremely well. It was like a cash cow. You know, we couldn't really, we started doing, for example, we started opening on one weekend. Yeah. And then we started opening uh, Wednesday to Sunday. Then because the demand was much bigger, we started opening 24-7, you know, like 20, not 24-7, we started to open like seven days a week. Okay. And uh, we've realized that when you really, um, Think of a niche rather than you go broad. You know you have much more chances to uh, to excel, and um, and also uh, a- another advice I would say is never giving up because we could have given up at any point. You know we really had debts. The place wasn't performing. Um, we were helpless, but then still because we we persisted, and then uh, we kept on trying different things. Then at the end it, pay- it paid off. How important do you think your mindset is in that process and when things aren't going the way you want? And then also you're working with other people in a business also like everyone being on the same level playing field. Because I imagine that position is easy for sometimes some people to like get more concerned than others, if that makes sense, that everyone's communicating well. Yeah. Um, I would say mindset plays a big, big role. Um, and then, and then also it, it comes down to each individual, you know, uh, it comes down more to your beliefs and so on and so forth. Um, I, I think that we had the right mindset, you know, we knew that we had a good location. We knew that we were in a five-star hotel. And then we knew that um, it's only about the way 
to, to be successful. You know, we never really thought that this is it. You know, we never really thought like we will never succeed. We always had this mindset that we will succeed, but it's about time. And it's about, it's about doing it right. And it's about keep trying. So um, I think I think I would say the mindset has played the biggest role in here because I mentioned this previously, we could have given up many, many times, you know. Um, however, we didn't. We kept on believing in ourselves and then we kept on, both of us, by the way, not only me, my partner is also like, he's, he's a very positive guy. And then he, he was like, um, uh, very persistent and he never we never both reached to a level where we said you know what we're done we kept saying okay we're not doing it right what is it that we can do to make it right what is it that we have to do differently from others so we kept really looking into ways to make it successful and this is where i can say that the mindset is everything and would you say that also you failed a lot of times until you then found success? Oh, I think one of the things a lot of people get disheartened with is they try something once and it doesn't work and they give up. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's a common thing among, among many, many different people. And, uh, and then I always say this, uh, for example, you know, that's your uh, goal and this is where you are today. And then people, they think if I, if I, if I want to reach this level, it's going to be, for example, like that, you know, and then they would reach to, but, but then the reality is you go up, down, left, right, you know, you it's get hit many different time, times before hitting your goal. And then normally, if you ask me, um, like if I knew this is that difficult, if, if it was that difficult, maybe I wouldn't do it. But then normally when you do something, you don't really think about how difficult it is. You think that you want to reach this goal. But then along the way, you get really hit from many different places. And this is here, like, you know, responding versus reacting is a big thing in business. If you really want to be successful, you have to always, okay, you get the issue, you fail. But then how you respond to the failure is everything. Yes, how you, you come back winning out of that scenario. Exactly. Because definitely you're going to fail. But then I love when I'm failing because this is the only way I'm learning. I never really reach a place before I fall a few times. And then on every, every time I fall, I learn something. But I have to ask myself as well, what did I learn? I think as uh, men, it's human nature, like this primed into us that we don't learn the easy way. So like, so you're driving a car really fast and you crash, it's fine. You drive cars really, like really fast and you crash. It's only until you crash the car, you're like, yeah, I shouldn't probably drive like that. Yeah. Like we only learn from like mistakes because we don't really take it seriously. And that's why one of my favorite expressions is um, pain is knowledge really fast. Like when something hurts and you make a mistake, you're like, yeah, definitely. Like it mentally scars you to like, that's not happening again. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good, you know, uh, because it primes you to say that if you're going to do it again, you're going to feel the pain. Mm. So what, what we do to avoid the pain, we start to do things differently and we are much more careful and then we take calculator tricks, which is, which is a great thing. Um, and uh, yeah, what I wanted to say as well is, you know, like looking into the internet nowadays, everybody try to convince you that things are easy. You know, no, nobody really says the truth. Everybody says, you know, it's easy. You have to do it the right way. You have to do it the smart way. But then, I mean, in my experience, again, I'm talking about uh, my experience and then uh, my personal opinion. 
nothing came to me easy. Everything needed um, a lot of hard work, uh, discipline, consistency, and then sometimes things took really long, you know. So, uh, so this is something I want to say. It's like if we want to do something, we shouldn't really think of it as as easy because in life, there's nothing really easy unless you inherit some money from your parents, yeah, or I don't know, or, or you're lucky. Um, but then even luck, you know, um, I think luck comes for the ball, the people who takes really risk, really, uh, you know, like get up and, do, and go and then do it. Fortune favors the brave. Exactly. You said it better than me. <laughs> and I think um, that's where I think the one of the biggest mistakes most people like is they, <clears throat> they don't look at risk to reward ratios. They don't look at like what's the potential upside versus the downside. Like the upside's 10x, 1000x, and it's probably worth taking the risk it could go wrong. Yeah. 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 <coughs> um, I mean, definitely. Uh, look, I mean, no risk, no reward. Mm. Yeah. No risk, no fun. So everything requires risk. And um, it frustrates me if when people come to me or, you know, when I meet those people and that they want everything easy. You know, and then they tell you, okay, uh, uh, can you give it to me for free? You know, uh, and then I, I tell them there's nothing really for free. Because if you don't really put in the time, effort and energy, you're not going to get anywhere in, in, in life. And then if you don't really risk, you, can, you cannot get anything in return. You have to really risk something, you know, risk money. You have to risk your time. You have to... Um, you have to actually also invest in your time. You have to invest in something. So, uh, so talking about risk, you can't you can't achieve anything in life without really taking a risk. Now, next thing I wanted to go into, which involves risk, is you got into trading, investing. How did that take place? Okay, um, it was back in 2019. Um, I was doing very well. Okay, I had already a couple of businesses. One of them is Sunset, where I'm a shareholder and a board member. It's a hospitality chain. And another one is a distribution company. Okay, so um, I do have a distribution company based in Dubai. I bring in brands from uh, uh, the US and Europe, be it in gift items, souvenir, toys, stationery, and then I sell to major retailers uh, in the UAE and the surrounding region. So I was thinking for an additional source of income, you know, I was like always believing that uh, you have to have a multiple source of income. And then I thought, what is it next that I can do that can bring for me money passively? So I went on trading, okay? And then uh, it was a horrible experience because I thought that if I'm smart or if I'm successful, in business, then trading is something easy for me. You know, uh, I fooled myself. Then I started trading and then started losing. So I did stock trading, you know, I did um, Forex, Bitcoin, crypto, you name it, only to keep losing and losing and losing until uh, I lost around $650,000. And then the reality is I couldn't really tell anybody because I felt so ashamed. And then I was so unhappy with myself. And then I couldn't really go tell my friend, hey, listen, you know, I lost money. You know, then I, I knew that there's going to be a judgment. 
especially from the people close to you because they're gonna go are you crazy you know are you are you nuts did you lose your mind so i was trying to avoid this this kind of uh, judgments from my friends and, uh, and and close family and then i kept quiet about it but i was really angry then i said okay um you know since again you know i have the mindset i was like okay fine i lost it but how can i get it back so what is the way I went on really take it seriously and then I committed, I made a commitment between me and myself that I'm gonna get back this money. How? I didn't know that time, but then I started to really take courses. I started to learn, yeah? And then I came to know that if you're successful in one thing, it doesn't mean you can be successful in another thing, you know, because you don't have the knowledge. So everything is different. Like for example, fitness, yeah? I can't be, I can't have your expertise. You know, because this is what you breathe day in, day out, and then you have much more expertise than I do. Then um, when I really took it seriously and then I committed, I started really putting in the, the work and then learning from the best. This is when I started to do better. Okay, I start still winning and losing, but I was starting to understand the game. Then I said, I want to I wanna really go one step further. This is when I reached to my mentor where we, we're partners today, you know, and then we, uh, we provide education and software solutions for, uh, for anybody who's, who's willing to get into this uh, business or into the trading world. And then he taught me a lot, you know, he's, uh, I think, 15 years senior to me. Uh, and then he has much more experience. And then he has the wisdom. He has the, uh, the know-how. He, he built software solution. He built algorithms. He, he used to be a trader. He did over $200 million trading the financial market from 1998. And then um, when I started to have the tools, you know, and then the AI intelligence and the machine learning in my hands, this is when I started to really have systematic approach for trading. And this is when I was never losing anymore. Although I still I still lose till today, I might lose for five consecutive days, but then I can I know how to recover it later. So um, so now because I have a system, I'm always winning rather than 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 losing. For example, if I'm looking into it at a monthly, I'm always winning. If I look at like at it in a yearly, I'm I'm, I'm always winning. But then if you if I look at it daily, there are days I lose and then there are days I win. With the initial investment you put back in, so if say you lost six hundred or thousand dollars, what would you what did you start investing with again when you came went back into it? Were you, did you start small or was it small? Mm. Definitely. Uh, because I, I really learned the, the right way how to do it. And and definitely capital has has a big thing to do with uh, with investing. But again, you know, if if you don't know how to win with $1,000, you don't know how to win with $1 million. So, uh, and when I thought about it this way, it kind of hit me. So I said, let me learn how to win with $1,000. And then once I master how to win with $1,000, then I'm gonna move to the 10,000. Then once I really, I feel myself comfortable that I'm winning with the 10,000, then I'm gonna move to the 100. So I took it one step at a time, yeah? And this all came um, to the mentor I reached. And, and this is why, I mean, it's very important to invest in mentors and mentorship and courses uh, because you go to people um, in something 
they really know when it comes to their specific niche. You know, like for example, this guy, all he does is selling cars. He did it for 30 years. So then if you go to him, that you know, he, he's, he knows the trick. He knows how to talk. He knows how to explain, you know, all the uh, options about the, the cars, etc. Same thing I've done with trading. The guy has been for 30 years in the market. And, and then when I reached out to him and then we just spoke for the first time, I knew th- that there is a huge gap. Yeah. And then I knew, I knew that something was missing. And that's why I invested in mentorship because this guy was, was, a, was, a, was a successful guy. He made money. He has proven methods. So, so then the belief in yourself grow because you know if this guy make it, then I can, then I can make it as well. So the certainty in the process then, right? Because you're going to follow his advice because you, you know he can do it. Correct. What do you think, um, was there a big mindset set battle for you when you went from like, say, 10K investment to 100K again? Were you worried when you first took that jump up? Um, it was emotional. Mm. It's the emotional. Because uh, it's, it's the same game, but your emotions fuck with you because you know that the yes, number's bigger. Exactly. Right? It's another zero. Yes, it's uh, because you know that the number is, is bigger. So emotionally, you are more involved. Uh so that's why I use the system. So it doesn't matter the amount I'm trading as long as I'm 100% sure I did the right thing. Okay. For example, if I take a trade, it's because my system tells me to take a trade. So at least I know that I did what I have to do. Yeah. Not just uh, I base my decision uh, on my emotion or what I believe or what the market is saying or what the news is saying or what the technical analysis is saying or what reading the charts are saying, or whatever, you know. I base my decision on a simple method that I use it every time I take a trade. This is number one. Number two, I set my risk-reward ratio. I say, okay, if the trade goes uh, against me, this is how much I'm willing to lose, and this is how much I'm willing to take profit when it when it hits my uh, my, my my price point, and then when I do this, I'm 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 no longer emotionally involved, whether it's a hundred thousand or a million, because I know that I did what I have to do, and I know in advance how much I'm gonna lose and how how much I'm gonna win. And if my if my probability is seventy percent, that I'm always going to win. And that's where you stack the cards in your favor. Yes. What's the most difficult thing you think for people learning to trade? Um, I think the complexity and then the time. Uh, most people from experience, when they come to me, um, they, they don't really understand this business properly. You know, they think of it that something magical is about trading, uh, trading or, that it's, or, or there are some secret formulas um, or they think it's a, it's a quick, rich uh, thing, you know. They fail to understand that they have to treat it like any other business, you know. Because if you want to invest in anything, you have to first invest time, you have to invest money, and then you have to work on, on this thing, right? So when they come to trading, they, they, they don't want to do any of that. You know, they think like, okay, they want to trade and uh, they're going to make money the next day. 
So we, we tell them that if you really want to do money, first you have to invest in yourself and your knowledge. You have to know what you're doing, right? And then you have to put in something. You have to put any capital. If you don't have $1,000, you don't have $5,000, so how, how do you expect you're going to make money? Yeah? And then you're going to have to follow a system. Because if you don't follow a system, like for example, you know, if you open up a, um, a company, you know that you're going to have to have first a trade license, and then you're going to get to bring in an office, and then you're going to have to furnish it. You need staff, you need capital, you need computers, you need whatever, you know, IT, etc., and so on and so forth. So the list is too big. While trading, you don't need all of that. All you need is you put in a little bit of time, you know, you invest a small capital, and then you just learn it. And it's the, the compound effect of that a long period of time, right? Yeah. Everybody doesn't really want to... Uh, wait? Uh, they don't want to wait. They want everything quickly. And then that's the problem, you know. Um, going back to Warren Buffett, he has proven to the world, him and then, you know, many other uh, known traders, they have proved to the world that this is the safest bet. Two things, you know, you have to do it if you really want to make money or you want to build wealth um, is number one, you have to think long term. Number two, you have to um, do it without leverage. Like, like you know, so many people, they, they might not really understand what leverage is. But leverage is mean when you trade one dollar for hundred or one dollar for 300 or one dollar for 500. It's like a multiplier of what you're saying. Yeah, like, like a multiplier. Okay. So, it's very good if, if you're always <laughs> going to win. It's, it's perfect. But then what if, I mean, we all know that the market is always volatile. So what if the market is going against you? So if you don't really have a system, if you don't really understand what leverage is, if you don't really understand that those companies are designed to make you lose money, it's like a casino. You know, you, you, you're lucky to win in a casino, but you're likely to lose in a, in, in a casino, yeah? And then from, from uh, uh, um, studies out there, 95%, if maybe 99% of people, they lose in casinos. It's the same thing in trading. Well, also, I think what people don't understand is that with leverage, you can 10x your wins, but you 10x your losses exactly. as well, right? So it's people only see the winning, but they don't see yes. the other side. So, so it needs a lot of awareness, needs a lot of education, knowledge, and, and, and that's what we do, you know? Like, and my message um, on social media and here today is I want to talk more about the bad things than about the good things because uh, that there is a lack of awareness, you know. Um, because in trading, like in any other business, loss is there, you know. One way or another, you're going to lose. So that's why you need to really uh, know that in advance. You know, you have to know what leverage is and know how risky it is to do it. So if you want to do it, if you don't really have, mm -hmm. if you don't really work on your um, risk-reward uh, ratio, if you don't really know what you're doing, if you don't really have a system, you know, and that, because at the end of the day, why you do it? Because you want to make money, right? And then most of the people, they want to do it because they want to make money, but they don't know anything about it. And that's why they, I mean, I was there, I was losing all the time. It's because I was doing it the wrong way. But then once, when I, once I started to think differently and then have a system and then work on my risk reward ratio, then... Everything falls into place. Yeah, exactly. So interestingly, so like I've got about $600,000 of crypto at the moment. 
and uh, I'll get your opinion on this. My strategy, which I think is a lower risk strategy, is I've literally just been buying, accumulating, and holding, like to the point where maybe the end of the year or when the market's gone up, hopefully significantly off the next bull run, I'd probably try and exit. Nothing is leveraged. And I bought some of this that I actually, I was up like $300,000 in the last bull run. I can't remember if I told you the story. And on the 4th of December, um, I was, I was going to sell like half of it or probably all of it on the 18th of December was my birthday. 4th of December, the market fucking tanks. I was like, yes, yes, So I was like, yes. I'll, I'll wait for it to come back and it never did. Uh, and the market went out. And I, but I just kept, I bought loads more at the bottom and now it's come back up. So um, what would you say in terms of that as a strategy for people listening to this in terms of like, just buying and holding in terms of like longer term positions is safer than people who I see get caught when they're trying to like jump in and jump out, like almost like day trading. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would definitely, um, you know, it, it depends. Um, every every trader is on a different journey and everyone wants want different things. Um, now, if you, if you have, if you already have the money and then you have a decent amount um, that you want to build wealth, I would definitely say long-term, yeah? And then um, what I mean by, by long-term is, for example, there is the, um, the normal way and there are other ways. Like, for example, we do have softwares, yeah, that you make money on the up and on the down. So this is the advantage. Like, for example, in your case you have the capital, right? And then you're doing without the leverage and then you're doing the long term. So everything you're doing is right. But what if I tell you that there is another way where you can make money on the dip as well? So you can win both ways. So this is this is what we do that that uh, that everybody asks or, or, or maybe that's what I do because I do have the knowledge. I do have the softwares. And then I do use AI to make money both ways. Like for example, in your same scenario, I'm doing the same thing. I have almost a um, million dollars I put it on, on Bitcoin, but I trade it both ways. Zero leverage, long term. But then when the market dips, I make money. When the market goes up, for example, when the, when the market went down from... Um, maybe 48 or 49 yeah. down to 43 yeah. then it went a little bit up and then went went down to 39 so i made money on the dips as well okay so this is something now you know i don't want to i don't, don't confuse things but this is something that can be done however however to go back to, to your question long term is definitely the, the, the best way you know uh, because your money will compound now if you want to make some passive income out of it you can you can say for example every year i want to take out 10 percent 20 percent from this money 30 percent from this money and i want to leave 80 percent or 90 percent or 70 percent to compound and then what the compounding does compounding does magic the warren buffett method mm. you know so your six hundred thousand. imagine bitcoin in five years goes to half a million dollars. And then you, you do the math. Then your 6,000 is, I don't know, how eight, much is this? Eight million or something. Probably right eight million. So, so, so this is the beauty of compound and this is the beauty of, of trading. When you do it and then you know what you're doing, yeah, and then you know what is the outcome, 
then you you know this is the way to really make money and then build wealth but when you when you just do it without really knowing what you're doing you're definitely going to lose and then going back to different people who has like a different risk appetite and then for the people who really wants to use leverage i don't mind however they have to do it properly they have to really enter the market and put stuff lots Yes, take put profits. stop loss, take profit, and then they have to understand their capital. If I have 10,000, okay, and then I'm taking a couple of trades, I want to make sure that if I'm going to lose, I'm, uh, if I'm gonna lose, I'm not going to lose yeah. more than 500 or $1,000 of my capital. So then you still have a solid capital to make it up for your trade, for your trades. Yeah, but you have to have really this in place. You have to have the system, the discipline, because this is everything in trade. It's like any other business. It's the mental, it's the mindset behind it, you know, because most of the people, they are reactive. Mm. They get angry because he lost. So he takes another trade. God knows why, you know, it happened to me. I was taking trade just out of revenge, out of anger, out of, I don't know. And then I, I kept on losing. So, so I tell people, do not do this. If you lose, accept it, take a deep breath. Wait for the next day, for the, wait for the next opportunity, and then take the trade. One of the things you said there is opportunity, because I think a lot of people, and I've done that, I've gone chasing opportunities before, trying yeah. to look for something to trade when there's nothing to trade. Whereas like a lot of times, things will come to you, and like when things go wrong in the market is when you want to buy. So I don't know, it happened a couple of days ago after the Bitcoin ETF, the market suddenly dropped a shitload. Yes. It's like a time, like I bought some then, because like that's the time to buy, but I hadn't bought any for like three weeks before that is like trying to be patient and just like almost like a squirrel story in the nuts waiting so you can deploy him for when there is a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, the answer is definitely patience, you know, and that it's fun mm. because the market is full of opportunities every single day, you know. Uh, but then it does not mean that the opportunity is right now. So maybe you're now, you know, on your screen and then you're looking for opportunity and there, are, and there are none. So don't take any trade. Wait for the night. Wait for tomorrow. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm telling you that from experience. We have clients, they do the same mistake. So they come to me, they tell me, hey, Serge, you know what? I, I lost yesterday. I said, why? Can you show me your trade? Why did you take the trade? Yeah, because there was no opportunities. I'm like, okay. So then you did something wrong. You know, the system told you to take any trade. He says, no. So why did you take it? Because there was none. So then don't take it. So what, what, what is it better, you know, to take any trade or lose or to, have, to be patient and, and take good trades that wins? Okay. You know, like... Uh, A lot of people just want to gamble though, and they just want to throw the money in. I think some people almost get addicted to that process to some yeah. degree. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. And then most people, they're not honest. Is in with themselves? Yeah, you know, with, with, with the, themselves. And the, yeah, they don't want to admit that uh, there is sort of an addiction somewhere or... Uh, um, because, you know, like part of the mentorship we do, we follow up with, with clients. And then 95% of the time, we see that they are doing the mistakes, although they really know. They know that they've done something wrong, but they don't want to admit it. And then they do it out of uh, habits, out of addictions, out of uh, pather, uh, patterns uh, that they used to. Uh, and this is something really hard for us to, to teach. Um, it's like um, 
similar to your job, for mm. example, you know, you have a, you have clients, but then you tell the client, listen, you have to eat 2,000 calories. And then the guy is eating 2,100. So how can you really teach him that uh, the discipline? You, you can't, can't teach discipline. Yeah, you can't do the basics. Yeah, you can't teach discipline. You, you tell the guy you have to train six days a week if you want to reach that body. And then the guy is training three, three, three days, you know, or, or he's doing the wrong moves. Or, and then you try to tell him, you know what? But, but you have to. You know, you have to do the cardio because if you don't do the cardio, you, you're not going to get results. But you have to really, you know, have a calorie deficit because if you don't have a calorie deficit, this is our struggle with our clients. They know. We tell them, but but why did you take this? But why you didn't put it a stop loss? But why you didn't follow the risk, the risk work ratio? But why you didn't take profit here? Why you thought that something is going to happen? Don't just follow the system blindly and then live happy. You know, it wins, it wins, it loses, it loses. And we wait for the next one. So, so this is our biggest uh, struggle with people. You know, it's uh, you can't really teach those things. It has to come from you. You have to be serious. You have to be committed. You have to be disciplined. Do you have any processes you use before to get you out of those negative, maybe feedback loops? Um, following the process. Because when I follow the process is the only way I'm never going to feel angry at myself or I'm going to be emotionally involved. Because when I go back, I say I, I am, you know, of course, I mean, I'm going to look back. For example, I took a trade and then I, I, I lost. Yeah. And then I, I go back. OK, so that was the right way. You know, I took the system told me buy here, I bought here. And then it's showing that if it reached to this level, then the analysis are wrong, then this is my, my, my uh, uh, you know, like uh, stopping the loss, um, the stop loss. And then, so I'm, I'm looking and then I'm checking. And then if I'm, if everything I did is right, I don't really feel, feel, feel bad at all about it just because I followed the system. So when I don't follow the system, this is when it's painful. And do you think people need to feel some pain with trading to learn? Definitely, you know, it's, um, um, you know, like any, like any other thing, you know, uh, if you don't really feel pain, I mean, the pain is a fuel, you know, the pain can produce fuel for you to, um, to build, uh, you know, resilience and then, you know, to build character and then to build, uh, seriousness and, and commitment to, to become better, um, so to to be to be better you have to do better like any other things and then pain and failure are part of this transition um yeah are there any books you'd recommend people read on trading or mindset to help this uh you know there are that is the warren buffett that's the one i've read there are a couple of other ones um i don't have them on on top of my mind uh i'm writing a book it's called the mind fester. So it's more about the mindset behind investing. Um, and then I talk a lot about my experiences, uh, about the investment I've done and about, I talk like mainly the book is about the mindset. Yeah, of course, it, it talks a little bit about investing, investing in stocks, for example, or real estate or bonds, or ETFs, or Bitcoin, or, or, or whatever it is. Um, but then, 
in my opinion, in anything, you have to have the mindset first. You know, you have to be strong from the inside so you can really succeed on the outside. 100%. With the um, mindset you're putting into the book, what's the real mindset you're trying to teach in that? And is there anything for anyone listening to this that they can maybe take as a snippet, like to take away to try and implement? Like, you know, I mean, um, everything starts from within, you know, and um, it's it's people, they have choices in life and they have decisions. So it's always the choices they do that is going to um, change the, the trajectory of their life. Um, uh, so, so my answer to your question is if you really want to be successful in anything, you have to put three things, you know. You have to say, I have to put in the time, the energy, and most importantly, I have to invest in myself. Because investing in yourself, in your knowledge, in your education, is going to be a no-brainer. This is the only, because this is you, nobody's going to steal this from you. Once you really have the knowledge, the experience, the know-how, you have it for, for a lifetime. So this is what I can really tell people. First, before you invest, start investing in yourself, in education, in knowledge, and then definitely you're going to make it and succeed in life. 100%. I couldn't resonate with that anymore. Um, I think that's probably a good place to finish. Where's the best place for people to find out more about you and, and what you do in terms of the trading world? Um, I do have a, a theme page um, on Instagram. Uh, it's a page called Winning Wallet. Or they can go to the website. It's... Uh, winningwallettrading.com Awesome. Uh, big thank you for today. Thank you so um, much, Charlie. It's a pleasure to learn some more information from you. And I know I interrogated you a bit last night, so um, <laughs> thank you for that. For everyone listening who enjoyed this, make sure you go and check out The Winning Wallet and check out Surge. And if you could share, like, and subscribe to the podcast, it would be awesome. And we'll check out the next episode soon. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.